everybody, welcome to another edition of Somber Droid right here at the podcast. What we're going to do right now is jump straight into some news, and that is, of course, the announcement of the Nintendo Switch Lite. That is right. It's half the calories, half the fun, because you can't hook it to your TV. So, yeah, and for somewhat not of an even better price, uh, it's jumping around everywhere. Uh, one of us is $199 for the Nintendo Switch Lite, and stuff of that nature, but I do have some of the specs here. I'd like to give a little rundown. The that I wrote down is that the Switch Lite features a 5.5-inch screen that displays at a resolution of incredible amounts of 720p. That's right. Not even 1080p. 720p that shrinks the screen down slightly from the original 6.2-inch size and the overall size of the system is smaller as well. Hence the word light. It went on the Atkins <laughs> The headphone port is still there. Bluetooth headset support it has not been added. Uh, the button layout is largely unchanged. However, the Switch Lite no longer has detachable Joy-Con controllers, of course. Uh, furthermore, the Switch Lite will not have rumble or the IR motion sensor. Joy-Con controllers can still be connected to the Switch Lite. Nintendo has... Uh, swapped out the four small buttons that serve as the directional inputs on the Joy-Cons for a traditional D-pad, however. So, there's some of the differences of the Switch Lite. Uh, they've made some changes inside of it, of course, as you see, and also the screen that's a 720p, which that, you know, I understand what they're trying to go for because Nintendo has a huge history, as you know, you should know, as differences between their Switch, you know, not the Switch, but their, you know, game system and stuff of that nature. For example, you know, you had the um, different Game Boys and game, you know, stuff of that nature, and also other companies as well. You know, with Sony, with the thinner PlayStation Two, you know, yeah. from their big fat one, their thinner, God forbid, you know, the of the PlayStation Three, that slimline version. They call it the slimline version. Xbox did too, didn't they? Yeah. With the 360 and stuff. But I mean, the thing is, so is this, it's it's essentially they just remade their Game Boy or just a DS without a. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, with the colors, like they added colors too. Like you get it in multiple, you could choose multiple different colors on it, and which I mean, that's just stupid to me. I mean, I understand because like with, I mean, here's the thing. A lot of people look at it just like with the iPhone with Apple, and also. Um, I'm really not really keen on this you with you with Samsung and stuff of that how they went in and changed out you know different with different colors but Apple has you know meticulously with pro, you know people don't understand is that the red iPhone like you know the one I have is the Project Red which you know supports you know uh, fight against AIDS and stuff but there is a whole lot of different. Uh, where Apple has added different colors to next generation iPhones that are not on the previous ones, so a lot of people are like, oh, so you can you cannot get off of like, hey, the, I know I have the new iPhone when you really don't because yeah. you don't have that color. I mean, my biggest thing is that I mean, I don't find a problem with it because it's like you basically are just re literally remade your Game Boy because it's just straight handheld, or you just took your DS and just made it a one-screen DS. But my problem is it's still $200. Yeah. Why? Like, for the love of God, make it $99. You can't. I mean, yeah, you can take more, li- like, they could have literally took more liberties because they've already removed one of the biggest things, and that's attached it to the TV. 
So like they could have took more liberties and made it a little bit more cheaper and stuff in that nature just to now I'm not trying to say like oh they could like well they can make it cheaper now. No, like I agree and disagree with what you're saying to the degree that they could have just removed a lot more stuff, made it a whole lot more cheaper in the feel and the way that it acts and stuff because it's already I mean to me it's already seven hundred and twenty it's already lost one of its biggest attachments of like to the TV and stuff. So, and also the IR and the Rumble. So, you know, it's essentially a just a little handheld thing with at the same price. You can go and DSs are what like one hundred seventy nine dollars. I hadn't something? looked at them in a, in a while, but yeah. So yeah, the last price I seen was a while ago. Still one hundred seventy nine for a DS, and yeah. then a brand new DS two hundred. Yeah. Just get the DS. I mean, I like the idea of just a little handheld thing again. That's cool, but yeah. I, the price to me is, is not worth it. Yeah. I mean, so that, that's just my opinion is that it's, you know, in the sense because, you know, Nintendo has, and like I said, everybody else has done that, of made a lighter system or a smaller system. Like, for example, Xbox, like I mentioned before, but the all-digital version, it is not cheaper or or any different of size, but it is a different one. And people, like my grandfather will go out and say, it's a gimmick. It's not a gimmick. It's... A gimmick is the color. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, why don't you get this new iPhone? It's red. Like, I love how with the XR that they release it at the exact same time. Because then that way, you know, it's just an option. Like, the color is not a gimmick. It's an option. Yeah. But when you release it about three or four months later, and then you add it. You're trying to be like, hey, look, it's new, but it's... Yeah, I mean, now... Because Apple circumvents that with that is for you know AIDS research and prevention or whatever. So but if it was just like blue, you know, yeah. then you got that. But for example, like um, the biggest criminal of that is Samsung with their injustice one that no one could ever really find. Oh yeah, there's a green one that didn't come out for like almost two years. Or, or a year, yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, I mean, then they also had like the uh, Iron Man edition. Now that's a complete gimmick. Yeah. Um, like what's and like what's really weird and messed up is that you know Microsoft they released the Surface for. NFL and like other stuff like that you see on the sidelines you know messing on it Tom Brady messing on it and everything else but and that's fine Mm -hmm. it's just the surface however over with the Olympics during a time Samsung released a Samsung you know um Galaxy, whatever, for I forget when it was, but for the Olympic players for free, like they, oh, you yeah, know, like yeah. they get that. That's a complete marketing gimmick. Everyone knows that. But yeah. like the Surface, Microsoft doesn't even announce it and no one says anything or anything like that. But, you know, that's what they want to. So, that being said, like, you know, it's not everybody knows that was a marketing gimmick and stuff like that. But like with the Switch Lite, uh, my biggest thing is I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to market it for to get it in more hands and to get more people interested. Not not just more interested in it, but a main point, I hope, is to get into the hands of, you know, underprivileged, I guess, kids. And I don't mean like kids that are homeless or like kids that have whatever. But to me personally, I always think of um, one of my old childhood friends who did not have the money for basically anything, and he always came over to my house, and we played, you know, the PlayStation 2, and, you know, then later the GameCube and stuff like that, because I had the ability to have those things, but he did not, so he was able to do 
that, and I always think of kids in that manner and people in that manner. I don't mean like grown 40-year-old adults who ain't got the money to buy a PlayStation. I'm talking about underprivileged kids and stuff uh, of that their single mother or single father or whatever is working their off to try to get the stuff because gaming is a great tool that helps people and not only in you know bad situations mental health and stuff like that as a release and also it's just as a escapism Mm -hmm. and i think of that and like when you were like you release something that looks to be aimed towards that area you then have people who but then it's like around the same price of one hundred ninety something dollars. Yeah. You know what? What? What did you remove to keep it at that price? What did you gain, and what did you not gain in that area? So that's why I said that I believe that like the you know Xbox One X is for people like me and you who pro game, mm-hmm. but the One S is you know geared towards kids and like not, I don't mean just kids, but people in everyday. yeah everyday like casual gamers and stuff like that because like look at you know. The stuff we got, yeah, and stuff like we got, you know, ungodly amount of stuff in that in the pro gaming realm. And so, to me, it just bothers me in the sense of what is the reasoning like behind how you did that? Yeah, and, and like so, I just come out and see it as you know what, it's it's really for people who don't want to hook up their TV. Yeah, it's really for people who don't care about graphics or care about the quality in the, of the game in that sense, and that's what it's for. I mean, because the normal Switch is, what is it, $199 or $299 for the normal Switch? Um, current price, I don't know. I remember back in November or December of last year. Uh, I can, you can go ahead and say what you say. I'll look it up. Because I, I, don't, I don't know really anything about the Nintendo one. $299. Okay, so they're not going to 100 off. But my biggest thing is, what is the difference, like I said, besides the single screen, what is the difference, really, between that and then a DS? Like, I don't understand. Like, say, if, like some not, again, not just kids, but kids, or people already have a DS. Why? Like, what makes them be like, oh, hey, I'm gonna go get the sw- uh, the new Switch Lite for yeah. two hundred when it's like I already have a DS. One hundred ninety dollars. Like, yeah. For the Switch Lite. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand what's the difference. I mean, because obviously the graphics aren't better. I mean, yeah. what is it that you can play the different games like Diablo and all them that you could on a DS? Or right. that's what I'm trying to figure out. What would the difference? What would make that's what I mean? Mind? Yeah, yeah. That's that, what I don't that, get. That, you know, it's just you know, I guess hundred dollars off. So maybe like that's what I said. Maybe yeah. it's so they can go into it and like maybe want to buy the larger one. That makes sense. You know, to me, I just go and say, hey, just go. You know, buy Xbox One S or you know, a PlayStation. Like, yeah. And then just get a DS because a lot of the games on the Nintendo that they've brought to Nintendo. Unless they want to get rid of the DS. Like they didn't say anything like that. You it know. might be, and then maybe they're wanting to go back to the original, what they had, Game Boy, single screen. Yeah, because it could come up to be just like, what was it, a couple years, you know, Google. The, when they decided to go past and, like, remove their whole nexus line and stuff like that where they wanted to make it all one line of stuff you know where instead of having like well we got the ds xl 
whatever. And over here, and so because Nintendo has the weirdest names. Then it's the new Nintendo DS XL. Then the new, or now it's the 2DS where it looks like a door stopper. I would say get rid of the 2DS and make it just a Switch Lite because the 2DS, I'm sorry, that's stupid. Yeah. It's just a big old brick. Yeah. Uh, No, it's a door stopper. You just stop in there. I could be completely geeky. I got a Nintendo door stopper (laughs) that goes, it's a me. Anyway. um, So when Google did that, Mm -hmm. you know, when they got rid of their whole. They went straight to Pixel, right? Yeah, they changed it to Pixel and this, this, this. And now, you know, it's that line, you know, where it's just the. you know, the phone, you know, Pixel phones and stuff like that, Pixel book, which didn't do too well, and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And so that's what they decided to do. So that's what you could look at for in that era, mm-hmm. you know, where you have um, stuff of that nature, where it's just a complete, like, trying to get it down to one line, and which, you know, that's, that's fine, and that's cool and stuff. You know, just yeah. have just the switch. And you're like... People, which one you want? The Switch or the Switch Lite? That's fine. Now, now let's not go next year and have the new Switch 2 55,000 woohoo edition or whatever. No, because, too, if you think about it, the way it looks, obviously, is like the Switch, but a little bit smaller. But and the colors. I hate the colors. Like, it's just But what cheap. also does it look like that has not been around in years that everyone loved? Hmm. PSP. Well, yeah, it, yeah, it and does. people lo- yeah. people love that. They might be yeah, trying to go to that, and well, you know, that's what they probably get you know, inspiration for. But like, that's just to me is that it's just sad and pathetic, you know, in that aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah, so moving on from the uh, or whatever, <laughs> um, we talk about something uh, very interesting, and that is of the simple fact. Um, someone raised a question, and that is movies that are that the sequel is better than the original. Mm, there's a lot. I mean, for me, I mean, you know, and so I want to stay into the realm of pop culture and stuff. And I raise up the stakes of that Batman Returns is better to me than the original Batman '89 uh, with mm. you know Michael Keaton and. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And the reason why I say, because uh, I love Jack Nicholson, I love 89 Batman, that's the you know, end all be all for me, because I love you know Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton and, and the respective roles in it. But the reason why is because I love the darker undertone. Um, Danny DeVito is a beast as the Penguin. It's creepy as hell. And also, you got uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Mm. And yeah. I I liked it more because it seemed, I mean, I guess because to me the first one, I don't know much of Batman, but the first one was obviously the beginning. Like, it is yeah. the classic, it's Batman and it's Joker. Everyone kind of generally already knows them, so it's like this complete beginning. But me, I had no clue who Penguin was. I have no clue who Catwoman was. So it's like Returns, like, hey, it's introdu- introducing you to yeah. two other characters. It's I, more interesting. So the reason why I like Spider-Man Homecoming a lot more is because I love the the way, they, the direction they took the character, uh, such as the um, Vulture and stuff, because you have the character was brought in as a completely, you know, not a complete, just a new spin on him, but because it's sort of like in the past movies, 
because in the comics you could get away with having like one-off random stories, yeah, like you know that make no sense. Like it's just like Spider-Man stopping a bicycle thief or. Mm-hmm. Whatever, because it's fine. But in movies, it has to be action packed. Oh my god! (laughs) Like stuff like that, because I know. And (laughs) but so you have to have stories like that because it's a blockbuster. You know, we got to get them in here. Which is why, like back, you know, a lot of people, including people in the uh, old movie community Mm -hmm. on YouTube, you know, back in the day when I had all those damn subscribers. Anyway, um, before I stopped, they, you know, met a lot of great friends and stuff. So, like, what they talked about was one of them did not like, you know, a good few of them did not like the Star Trek movies of, like, Star Trek Next Generation and stuff like that because, like, it, there, it was not Star Trek because it was like, we have one villain, one goal, let's go, and oh stuff like that. And, like, someone even did a, what I'm about to say that I always felt, someone did talk, talk somewhat similar on Spider-Man on YouTube, but I'm talking about something completely different here than them, but it's of the statement that it's the same with the Batman movies, too. Like, you have... You know, in the comics, like Batman, there's moments where he's, like on the anime series, where he's sitting down in the Batcave, going over the computer, trying to figure out stuff, and that's where he's the great detective. Mm-hmm. But you have, so Spider-Man, like, okay, we want this to be action-packed, so you got, you know, the people, lovely, decent, I'm going to say this as nice as I can, jerk-offs, at Sony... Wanting to have this, like, let, let's have a huge, like, a huge barrage of villains in Spider-Man 3 and stuff. And, like, Sam Raimi didn't want that. And there's a whole story behind it. So you have characters like the Vulture, who has a simple background that intermixes with Peter Parker and Spider-Man in a similar manner. In which that's what you want. You want to have the ability to have... Um, him have some connection, but also where it's you see the simplistic background behind Vulture, Michael Keaton's character in Spider-Man: Homecoming, and it works perfectly. Yeah. And, and you had that, like I like go along with that. I like Spider-Man too with Tobey Maguire, Kristen Dunst, and yeah. James Franco, and stuff like that. Like I love that. Like don't get me wrong, I love William Defoe's, you know, Green Goblin. Oh, I know you've always talked about the second one is like... Yeah, because I love Alfred Milano in it. I mean, he is God to me. Like, he's the perfect uh, Doc Ock. He's got the look the, and the acting credibility behind him. Uh, yeah. You know, a lot of awards and stuff, and I absolutely love Alfred Milano in it. So, yeah, so that's to me is that that's why I like in my movies and stuff, but that's the whole thing about Spider-Man. Like, that's where the amazing Spider-Man got it completely and utterly wrong. They got the character wrong in a lot of sense. Of Like, a lot of people complain that, <laughs> that you know, the character that Andrew Garfield played of Peter Parker was way too hipster, like way too this says and I don't say that, I say they try to make him really cool. Like look at him instead of like Toby McGuire. He's more of the Tom McGuire was the classic I mean it's just his face. Classic like, oh he is a nerd but Andrew Garfield was like yeah, he's really smart, but he's like that loner type who's like, oh, he's mysterious and interesting, not just, oh, God, look at that little dweeb. Yeah, and so that's a problem is because Peter Parker, he, you know, 
the one thing behind Peter Parker is that he's supposed to be like this everyday kid, like, and that's why, like, unlike in the comics, like Steve Ditko and you know Stanley and everybody since, always made you know Peter. Almost like universally, like he's not way too nerdy. He's not way too cool. He's floats in between inside like a good symmetrical type of situation because he is this character that is likable, hateable, lovable, everything yeah. because he's supposed to be any and everybody. Stan Lee said in a quote that the reason behind Spider-Man and he has a full body suit is so you can believe and you look at him, it's you. Yeah. It's And he's not everybody. overly muscular. He's no, he's, uh, you know, he's supposed to be, you know, anybody and everybody. Also, his care, you know, also he has problems that everybody has. He has no money. He's trying to get a job he's this yeah. everything i know honestly i cannot remember his name but i know that's why you like um the new guy that's played spider-man because yeah. he really yeah he, he looks like oh, no tom holland is yeah, a, you know is a great fit he's, inside spider-man yeah, he's like a little bit dweeby but he's not too like standoffish he literally is like the most average kid you could and see one interesting thing when we're talking about the movies uh spider-man homecoming and also which hadn't seen yet but far from home is that there were stories of how they sat down and they wrote down and they watched Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, The Amazing Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and wrote down things that they have overly done. And yeah. so they will not do it. That's why you don't see the spider bite. That is why you don't see yeah. you, know, you don't see uh, Uncle Ben's death. You don't see anything and everything. It's because he's already... You know, it's because they're like, it's been done to death. Yeah. You should know by now. Hey, Uncle Ben dies. Not the Uncle Ben bit Spider-Man and he became Uncle Ben Man. <laughs> See, I like that. I like not having to have Ugh. a, you know, flashback of a character that has already been done in movies a lot. Yeah. So well, that's you know that's what that. So that's my old spell and everything of that. So, but what is yours? Oh, uh, my favorite sequel. Yeah. Um, well, you mean Lord of the Rings? You hate the first one. I do. I oh, I just I hate Elijah Wood and Frodo. He's so. F- creepy and annoying but I just say I really like Two Towers but my favorite is the third one Return of the King that well that's not a fit here madam well it's a sequel it's a third sequel okay I guess say two two okay yeah two towers is a lot better than the first one because there's too in the first one there's way too much of like I don't know you're saying me I I do kind of a little more action a little more going because the first one is just a lot of you know Frodo explaining the second one it's like okay you're into it like this is where the stuff actually starts happening and and a lot of things that's probably why not all but a lot of movies that do have sequels tend to do a little better just because it's like you're already in this everything's explained let's get to the point yeah so that's I guess that the off the top of my head that's my sequel I like best. Yeah, and like with Dark Knight, never mind. That's and I'll be oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, Dark Knight is a lot better. You know, I do feel for Christian Bale. He always talked about how you know he felt like you know the Joker and you know the whole thing behind it, you know, and everything that Heath Ledger was way more better actor than him in the and, yeah. and, and like you focus more on the Joker and his performance and stuff, but. So, yeah, I mean, 
that's to me, you know, how I feel is that, you know, I like Batman Returns a whole lot more better than, you know, Batman Returns and Spider-Man 2 is a whole lot more. Yeah. Better, but I don't really want to say Batman Returns because that caused the whole Schumacher thing because it was way too well, dark and way too gritty. Stupid advertisers. No, that's McDonald's. That. It was yeah. because of McDonald's. I find that ridiculous. I know back then it was different, but advertisers should have no say of change your whole movie. We love you. We love you, advertisers. Yes, you hi. Know, we love our advertisers. Please come back. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. But now on to something fun here. Um Ladies and gentlemen, my beautiful bride, uh, the talented, the iconic, the spectacular Brittany and Sparks. Oh, Lord, where's this going? Is not from where I'm from. She is from a little log cabin town. No. From a town called, what's it called? Uh, speak up for the people. Phoenixville. Hey, I said speak up, not get lower. Phoenixville. There you go. So there, she went to... Um, uh, okay, here we go. <clears throat> she went to a quaint little school oh, called Pest or Phoenixville Area School High School. Yeah, I, I just said the district. Anyway, move on. Don't look at me. Um, so there is an article about Miss Brittany inside. Uh, hmm? uh-huh. Talking about a thing called Focus. Yeah. Uh, I have no clue what the hell that is. After prom. You have to focus after prom? Okay, so you go to prom, and then you have to just focus. No, it's a thing. I've never been to it. Um, Is after prom, kids can either choose to go back to the school and stay there the whole night until 5 a.m. They're not allowed to leave once they go in, where there's, like, games, food. Basically, it's like a big old, you get to stay up the whole night and, you know, goof around and be with your friends, but, like, obviously supervision. And it's called Focus. Why? I don't know. It's just basically, it's after prom, where you can screw about for hours. Okay. <laughs> so, I wanted to read the article here, because <clears throat> this person can't write where to save his life. Um, <clears throat> uh, when many people think of doing this, their senior project, God, Lord, I can't read. They think of either coaching where they played recreational sports. It's the same thing. You literally just said that. <laughs> or doing a fun dash razor. However, three juniors, Ashley Spina, don't know who you are, Erica Johnson, don't know who you are, and Brittany Fulner. Not my idea. That, that, that's Brittany, by the way. If, <laughs> if you're not watching the video, I'm trying to, I can't. Um, thought outside the box. These three are going to... I put up two fingers for three. <laughs> These three are going to help or dash ganize <laughs> this year's full dash cuss post dash prom party. Ashley, Erica, and Brittany will be helping decorations chairperson... Just oh, say chairwoman. Uh, no, chairperson. Look, we, uh, excuse me. I'm not the chairperson. I'm the decoration chairperson. The normal chairperson's over here. I'm all about the decoration. Uh, Deanna Cunningham. I don't know who you are. I know Fred Cunningham. He's on the local news. 
uh, for faux-cuts this year. The girls will be building, painting, and sculpting to help make this year's post-prom event as spectacular as posse-bull. You like dashes, don't you? That's what this guy keeps doing. They like dashes. Thank you. <laughs> this year's focus, all capitals, will be a board slash video game theme. Oh, Jesus Christ. Games. There you go. The three girls will be decorating. That's three girls. Earlier, it's just these three. Now it's the three girls. Hi. We'll be decorating the school in board games like Twister, Monopoly, and video games. Not dashed. Oh, and here's the thing. Such as the always fun time Angry Birds. Yep. My mom helps. Sorry. That shows you how old that is. My mom helps with this every year. Looking for a good senior project, and Erica asked me if I wanted to do this. I immediately told her yes, because I like being artistic. Wait, who said that? Doesn't say. Wasn't me. It literally doesn't say. The the, the person didn't quote who the quote goes to. Don't quit your day job. If you would like to help the girls sculpt, build, and help with fundraising so they don't have to. They didn't say that part. I just added that in. Parents and organizing... Organ organizations can donate to free labor. For more information about Operation Focus, visit dash site. Read right here. Oh God! Read visit dash site, not the site. Visit dash site. I'm not going to give it out, but because it's dead anyway. Oh, there's more. Oh, Lord. Many students' minds, I'm sure that is that this year's focus will look magnificent. Thanks to Erica Johnson, again, don't know who you are. Ash Despina, don't know who you are. And Brittany Fulner. I barely did anything. There you go. Yeah. Oh! What? There's the rest of it. My bad. This up here stated Erica. There you go. I've all I've seen what they do, and I loved their work and wanted to get involved. Ashley said, and I was way over here. I was at all that down there. And Operation Focus, always looking for volunteer. The girls invite all people to donate their time to help. These three creative girls thought outside the box with their senior project. Did you? Doing something that didn't even cross many students' minds. It's called My Mother's Helping, so hey, easy project. So there you go. So I'll go ahead and show this off, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to bypass them. Show off. And, no. Yep, there's the Brittany for people who can see. Uh-huh. Oh, look at you. Yep. No. But there you are. So I thought that would be intriguing. Ha, ha, ha. So fun. Isn't it, though? Yeah, I literally didn't. I did not know your school had a newspaper. Now I've got to read. Yep. No one ever did. At least as far as I know, I didn't. Well, I will. I'll be a loyal. No, I won't. Uh, reader to a point of like you, but that's it. What? Not in there, so. Well, there you go. So I read it. <laughs> you got me as a one time reader. So there you go. But of a six year old paper. <laughs> <laughs> I got that frame on my wall. Look about baby dead. So speaking of that, I decided to um, go take a look at your local paper, not the school one, the other one. Uh, Phoenixville okays a hundred thousand for Schuylkill River Trail Bridge Crossing. Okay. Crossing the Schuylkill River Bridge between Montclair and Phoenixville on bike or on foot. Foot. <laughs> 
on foot will soon be much safer. It wasn't already? In order to keep a project 20 years in the making... On track, Phoenix Overall Council voted seven to one. One person got. It was like, no. So okay. there you go. That's all the news because you barely have any news from there. I told you, it's a nothing town. Literally, small nothing to do town. I know. Literally, and the, the one before that was literally about like Seinfeld. Nothing. Yes, people not dying apparently. Except this one lady who keeps doing stuff about like. People's foods. Like she asked, like one random hobo man about his favorite food. Something I read to you the other day. But he's incredibly smart, but he screams at people. Okay. <laughs> and so once she's like, once you get past it, he's a very in- intelligible person. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you get past screaming Jim, and he comes to ah, <laughs> and he's like, I got a great recipe for mac and cheese. <laughs> So there you go. So that does it for this edition of Somber Droid. I enjoyed myself. Did you? I did, yes. Not all of it? The beginning, yes. The part of my saddle last no. <laughs> well, until next time, remember, ladies and gentlemen and kids everywhere around the world, you have nothing to fear but fear itself and Phoenixville. <laughs> we'll see you later. Oh, God. This audio cast is copyrighted by Somber Droid Company. All rights are reserved.